0: Hello, and thanks for listening to Seen Anything Good, a podcast about movies and TV. My name is Scott, and today we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to talk about the MonsterVerse with the upcoming movie Godzilla vs. Kong. Figured we'd touch on all three of the movies leading up to this. Godzilla from 2014, Kong Skull Island from 2017, And Godzilla King of Monsters from 2019. So let's get into it. First we got Godzilla from 2014. It was directed by Gareth Edwards. It was a reboot of the franchise. Which is actually the 30th Godzilla film. And the first in legendary films Monsterverse. So this was a plan from the beginning. It stars Aaron Taylor-Johnson, Ken Watanabe, Elizabeth Olsen, David Straith-Heron, and Brian Cranston. So you got Kick-Ass, and you got Quicksilver, and Aaron Taylor-Johnson. And you got Elizabeth Olsen, who's Scarlet Witch. Brother and sister in one shared universe, married in another. Go figure. You got Brian Cranston, who... I'm the only person on the planet who hasn't seen it. Um, but I hear he was in a pretty popular TV show. The name of it escapes me, but I hear it was pretty good. And Ken Watanabe, who, for my money, should have won an Oscar for his work with Tom Cruise in The Last Samurai. Because he was amazing in that movie. And Davis right there, I mean, he's good in everything you see, man. Um... So the basic plot of the movie is you got kick-ass Pietro. He's in Japan. Um, His dad got arrested. He's getting his dad, trying to get his dad home from Japan. When he gets caught in a fight between Godzilla and two monsters that they dub MUTOs. Um, So basically it turns into a Godzilla movie that I know I... Grew up watching and enjoyed watching them monsters fight and duke it out and them rubber shoots and those old Japanese movies. Um, those are some of my favorite things to watch on a Saturday afternoon with my dad. Um, those movies were just fantastic. Horribly bad, but just fantastic at the same time. Um, one of the things I really enjoyed about that movie, and I, and I like the whole thing from start to finish... Um, I just rewatched it again for the first time in a while the other day. A lot of the shots of the monsters, you don't see them directly until later on, but they're in the background. Like there's a really good shot on uh, a monorail at an airport, where where. Uh, kick-ass Pietro is riding on this monorail and the power goes out when the power comes on you see Godzilla and this one Muto duking it out um, they did a lot of that where it's in the background and the train starts falling you only catch a quick glimpse and I mean they do that for a reason and it's a fantastic way that they use to tell a story where you don't get to see the full creatures until a little bit later on in the movie but having them be in the background. Even fighting. Usually it's just you catch a glimpse of them. And then they're gone or what have you. This is a fight between the two of them. That you catch in the background. So it's pretty cool the way they did that. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, overall that movie was great. On my fall asleep scale. not a, Not even a droopy eyelid. During any time that I've watched this. And I've seen it more than once. I really enjoyed it. Next we got. Kong Skull Island um, which actually chronologically takes place first. Um, It was directed by Jordan Volk Roberts, um, also a reboot, second in the Monsterverse. verse, stars even more of the Marvel Cinematic Universe with Tom Hiddleston, Loki, Samuel L. Jackson, Nick Fury, um, John Goodman, Brie Larson, who's Captain Marvel, toby Keeble, who is dr doom in the most recent version of the fantastic four and john c Riley, who was in guardians of the galaxy so i tell you what this monsterverse is really mining the mcu for its actors and i tell you they're doing a good job of the ones that they're getting Sorry, folks, I like comics and comic book movies, so you're going to get comic book references in this podcast. Um, Sorry, that's just the way it is. Um, Story set at the end of Vietnam. um, John Goodman's character, he's trying to get onto this expedition that's going to this uncharted island called Skull Island um, with, quote-unquote, to map it. Um, Dropping seismic charges to map it. Um, when they get there, a whole lot more than what they bargained for, because they run into Kong almost immediately, um, as well as other monsters. Um, I liked it because the last time we saw King Kong, I believe, was in that Jack Black movie, which was just absolutely horrible. Um, they didn't overdo it with the monsters in this movie, I don't think. Um. I thought they did a really good job with the monsters that they had. Um, A lot of it was just really big creatures. Um, And then they did have some really scary looking monsters that you don't see. But a lot of it was just mutated creatures almost. Um, I enjoyed it. I'll watch it again. I hadn't seen it in a while. Um, because I knew that if I started watching it that it might be one that once you've seen it too much you might not enjoy it. So I hadn't seen it in a while and I watched it again the other day and glued to it. Loved it. Just absolutely loved it yet again. Great movie. Great cast. They all did really well together. Um, and it was the first thing I had seen Tom Hiddleston in other than a Marvel movie. He was fantastic in it. So, um... And John C. Riley's in it. I'm watching it. He was fantastic, and he was hysterical, like he normally is. So, he was the right amount of comic relief in that movie. It, it was really good. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Lastly, you got Godzilla: King of Monsters, directed by Michael Dougherty, stars Kyle Chandler, Vera Farmiga. I don't know if that's how you spell it or pronounce it or not, but Vera Farmiga. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown, who's 11, from Stranger Things. Um, Charles Dance, from Game of Thrones fame, as the head Lannister there. Um, Aisha Hines, O'Shea Jackson Jr., or Ice Cube Jr., um, and returning, you have David Strathairn and Ken Watanabe. It's that five years after Godzilla, Far-Mega Or, I'm sure I'm not pronouncing that right, but Vera will just call her. She plays a scientist who created a machine that can talk to the Titans. And ends up waking up Mothra. And her machine works because she's able to actually, in a way, communicate with Mothra. At that point, her and her daughter Eleven, from Stranger Things, again, are captured by that head Lannister from Game of Thrones. And they take her to another Monarch site in order to wake up King Ghidra. Um, Basically, every monster that you've ever seen from any Godzilla movie from way back 30 years plus is in this movie. And it is fantastic and better for it. I loved it because I loved all those monster movies. They dig deeper into Godzilla's mythos and they show where he lives in the earth. Um, Some fantastic monster fighting and special effects. And one of the things that I enjoy, the CG that they use for the special effects, uh, in my opinion, doesn't get much better than that. They have some fantastic CG for the special effects of the monster and the monster's fighting. Um... Where you'll watch a movie and the CG is horrible. But you'll watch this and it looks fantastic. So I, I, I was a big fan of all three of these special effects. Now as far as Rotten Tomatoes go. Godzilla got a 76% of Rotten Tomatoes. Audience gave it a 66 Kong 75% of Rotten Tomatoes. The audience gave it a 69%. And Godzilla King of Monsters got a 42 percent on Rotten Tomatoes but the audience gave it an 83 percent now King of Monsters was considered a bomb at the box office because it barely made its budget Um, but as you can see the audience liked it the best of the three and I think it's because it had all the monsters Um, that's what people go to these movies and what they want to see is Monsters um godzilla may have suffered the the king of monsters may have suffered because there was it was very messagey about earth and in the environment and people honestly at least in my opinion i don't want to hear it about the problems i'm going to movies to escape reality i don't need more of it thrust in my face and there was quite a bit of that in that movie but overall you start throwing monsters in the mix i forget about that real quickly um all in all i'm excited for godzilla vs kong i kept my hbo max for that and also for among other things the justice league snyder cut um i'm very much looking forward to godzilla vs kong as far as these three movies go i, I recommend all three none of them put me to sleep none of them made me tired i, I was awake and watching them and very much engaged throughout all of them, and all of them warrant more than one watching for me. Um, I enjoyed all three of them and will continue to watch anything they put out. Well, that's it for this episode. Be sure to leave any questions, comments, anything you'd like. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash SAG podcast, and on Twitter at SeenAnything. That's S-C-E-N-E, anything. Uh, Thanks for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed it and we'll catch you next time. Talk to you later.